Life Audio. Hello. Thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible Verse, the podcast that examines one verse each day to learn more about God and His will for us. I'm your host, Jennifer Slattery, and after this short word from our sponsor, we'll dive into today's Bible verse, Philippians 1, 6. Did you know that the Salvation Army not only provides services to those in need, but we also produce a network of Christian podcasts you can listen to on your favorite podcast store? One of these shows, Words of Life, is a 15-minute weekly show featuring interviews, testimonies, Bible studies, and more. In April, we'll once again hear from author and pastor Natalie Runyon. She has created a new six-week discipleship course for women to talk about community, women in leadership, accountability, and more. We want discipleship to be what's drawing people, not bounce houses. They're more likely to come back and not just to be entertained. Even in me, you know, making him have to pry it from my hands, he was still saying, but I have something better. It was because of the redeemed saying so, of telling the story of what God had done. When we point people to him, they're going to want to know him. Listen to Words of Life on your favorite podcast store or visit wordsoflifepodcast.org. Today's Bible verse is Philippians 1, 6. Being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. Today's verse brings comfort to all of us who are much too aware of our faults and weaknesses. Those of us who feel like or maybe have been told that we're not growing and changing quick enough. Or maybe who tend to measure ourselves against people we see in church every Sunday who appear to have it all together. Today's verse also reminds us to continually entrust our friends and our loved ones' growth to Jesus, to recognize that while we can pray for other people's maturity, we can use spirit-led words to encourage and inspire them to live for Jesus, and we can do our best to model what a life of faith looks like. But we cannot pester, pressure, and cajole someone into emotional and spiritual maturity. That's God's job. And he will finish what he began. Paul, an apostle for Jesus Christ, who first introduced the gospel to the Philippian believers, he wrote them an encouraging letter from Rome while under house arrest. He cared a great deal about his brothers and sisters in Philippi. He loved them like sons and daughters, as spiritually united ministry partners, and as dear friends. And this was a relatively new church launched during a really challenging time. I imagine Paul longed to be with the Philippians, to speak life and truth into them, and to help them stand strong in Christ. But he had to entrust them to God. He had to trust that God would carry the Philippians through times of doubt, worry, fear, and all of the uncertainty they faced. Life was squeezing the ancient believers, and as the saying goes, squeeze a sponge and what's inside comes out. Based on what we read in Paul's letter, it appears when squeezed, the Philippian believers executed a whole lot of Jesus. But I'm also certain a bit of gunk flowed from them as well because they were human and we've all got gunk, don't we? Hopefully, the longer we've been spiritually connected to Jesus, the purer our hearts have become. But we still battle sin. We still have times when we respond in anger 
rather than grace. When we choose selfishness over love, pride over humility, fear over trust, and moments or maybe even seasons when we fight for control rather than practicing surrender. Most likely, this will be triply true if we've just begun our faith journey. In fact, some days our actions will look so contrary to scripture, so contrary to our deepest desires to live for Jesus, that we'll feel as if we've failed, maybe even as if we ourselves are failures. We might be tempted to think that we'll never grow, that our weaknesses are simply too great, too entrenched to overcome. And we might view others with that same perspective, thinking that maybe they're too messed up, too broken, too enslaved to sin to ever change, or that they need us to push them into change. But today's verse tells us to relax and trust, to trust that the God that revealed himself to you and I, that planted that first seed of faith in our hearts and in our loved ones' hearts, the God who began his work in us is fully capable of watering and nourishing that seed into full and radiant life. Like Paul, we can remain confident. We can remain certain of God's power to grow and transform. Arrested, chained to a guard while waiting a trial that could easily lead to his execution. Paul knew he couldn't be there for his beloved friends, and so he pointed them to someone greater, someone wiser, someone who would never leave them, who would never fail them, who would never forsake them. He let the Philippians know that God would be faithful to grow and teach them and to carry his church. He who began a good work in them, in their faith group and in their world, would finish what he started. The best thing Paul could do, no matter where he was, whether in chains, whether embarking on a missionary journey or sitting among his friends, was to pray. And so he did. He prayed for them constantly, and he prayed for them with joy, again, knowing that in Christ they were well cared for. God would lead, grow, teach, unify, and transform them. Oh, the peace of relinquishing control, of trusting God to be God in our lives and the lives of those we love. Trusting him to be big enough to replace deception with truth, addiction with freedom, and unrelenting pain with joy. To heal us, to bring us to wholeness, one prayer and one Bible reading at a time. God's transformation is a process, not a moment. It's a journey he invites us on as he plunges deep into our souls, zeroing in on every falsehood and stronghold that hinders our relationship with him and with others. But we can trust, though the road to freedom might feel long, and though at times we lose our footing and occasionally slip backwards, God will never release our hand. He will carry his work in us and in everyone else who bears his name to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. And so we follow God's leading, trusting him to do what only he can do, what he's promised to do in our lives and the lives of those we love. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for your love and your grace. Thank you for meeting us always right where we are 
and for walking beside us, just nudging us one step closer to freedom, one step deeper into the transformation that you are doing in our lives and in our loved ones' lives. Help us to release our loved ones to you, trusting you to carry them, to equip them, to transform them, and to lead them to deeper faith. Thank you that you're all powerful, you are sovereign, and you are loving. You are the God of grace, the God of abounding love and mercy. Remind us of your love, your grace, and your mercy, and your wisdom the next time we begin to feel afraid, or whether we feel defeated in our own walk, or maybe we're concerned about someone else's walk. Help us to shift our focus on the God who redeems and who transforms and who always finishes what he starts. In the name of your victorious son, we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible Verse, a production of Life Audio and the Salem Web Network. If you enjoyed this episode, would you leave us a rating and review in your favorite podcast app? It helps us connect to more listeners like you. This episode was produced by Kelly Gibbons and Stephen Sanders, with executive oversight by Stephen McGarvey. We want to thank our wonderful hosts, Jennifer Slattery and Grace Fox. You can hear more from Jennifer by visiting jenniferslatterylivesoutloud.com. And you can find out more from Grace by visiting gracefox.com. For more inspirational, faith-affirming podcasts, visit lifeaudio.com. Christmas. For most kids, it's the most joyful time of the year. But this Christmas, 1.5 million children will spend the holiday separated from a parent because their mom or dad is behind bars. Prison Fellowship Angel Tree needs churches in our communities to volunteer to bless local children with a gift, the gospel, and a loving message from their parent. I believe this is an incredible opportunity for our listeners to share the love of Jesus this Christmas. Many of Prison Fellowship's partner churches continue ministry to local Angel Tree families after Christmas is over. Through this ongoing care, Prison Fellowship Angel Tree strengthens and encourages families every day. Angel Tree wouldn't be possible without the help of faithful volunteers. If you're ready to make an eternal impact in your community, please register today at angeltree.org backslash church. That's angeltree.org backslash church. Miracles are everywhere. Let our adventure begin! Discover Pure Flix, your premium streaming service where faith and family values come home. Ready to have some fun? The most exclusive selection of quality, wholesome movies and series that will uplift your spirit. A man can argue whether God exists, but when he looks at his daughters, he knows. With new arrivals every week. Unbelievable. Save big and enjoy the possibilities, like invitations to exclusive theatrical screenings. I see it, so I believe it. Find out more by joining today at pureflix.com. God's Word will change our life, but sometimes it's hard to know where to start. Well, that's where I come in. I'm Jody Nisnik, host of So Much More, Creating Space for God, a scripture meditation podcast. And each week, I guide you through a scripture, giving you space to listen to the Spirit and pray about what's on your heart. Then we have a thoughtful conversation with guests to help us go deeper. Listen and subscribe at lifeaudio.com.